You know what's frustrating? Working really hard on a bunch of YouTube videos, posting them consistently, faithfully, and not getting any views, not getting any likes, comments, engagement, subscribers, no traction, no growth, which means no growth in your business. Does anybody deal with that? Anybody felt that? If that's you, today I wanna break down three of the million reasons, but three of the biggest reasons why your YouTube videos aren't working and why you're not growing on the platform. There's a good chance that at least one of these is holding your videos and your channel back. So today we're gonna do a practical deep dive into the three biggest reasons that your videos aren't working on YouTube. And my hope is that you'll actually apply some of this, get real practical, and it'll help you not only grow on YouTube, but more importantly, grow your business. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 136 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. How are you? Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I'm pumped to hang out with you today. If you do YouTube stuff, you're gonna love this episode. I love to get practical. YouTube is a huge part of both of my businesses and so many of my students' businesses. So we're gonna get practical when it comes to why your videos aren't working on YouTube. To kick it off, I wanna give you a gift, something that will actually help you with your YouTube videos, as you'll see in a moment. I wanna give you five of my most converting headline templates, okay? These are formulas that you can plug and play for writing headlines or titles of videos or subject lines for emails or sales page headlines or whatever. These are five of my best that convert really, really well, and you can use them. Again, plug and play for anything you're using for your online business. They're free, they're easy. This is just a no-brainer. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash headlines and get my five high-converting headline templates grahamcochran.com slash headlines. I hope that's helpful to you. Okay, let's talk about your YouTube channel. There's so many things. And, and before we get into these three, just a small preface is this. Your goal should not be to go viral on YouTube. I mean, if you do go viral, hopefully you've built out your back end and your funnel and lead magnets and everything to capitalize on that virality because having lots of views for a short amount of time means nothing if you can't turn those viewers into buyers, and it means nothing if those viewers aren't your target market. So let's not be confused here. We're not trying to grow massive YouTube channels, although that can help. You don't need to have a massive YouTube following, but you do need videos that work, and you do need to get discovered on YouTube because the point of YouTube is not to become famous and to become an influencer. The point of YouTube is a discoverability engine to get leads. Right, Every business needs leads. Every business needs potential future customers. So you could buy leads by running ads or you could get leads organically for free by creating searchable, discoverable content on YouTube. So keep that in mind. We're just trying to get fresh leads and that's why we need our videos to convert. You don't need a ton. You just need the right amount of steady leads. So three reasons why your YouTube videos aren't working and what to do about it. Number one, bad headline or thumbnail. You see why I, lead, I led off with giving you five of my best headlines as a gift. 
one of the biggest reasons why your videos aren't working is that it's just not a good headline and the, it's not a good thumbnail and they do go together, okay? They go together. So some practical stuff here with headlines. Don't overthink this, but a good headline on YouTube should make a promise. Here are a couple of options. They should either make a promise, should open an information gap, or create curiosity. Either make a promise, open an information gap, or create curiosity. So make a promise, very simple. If you're teaching people how to lose weight, you might say, how to lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days. Okay, well, that's a promise, right? Promise-related headlines, and there's nuances therein, but promise-related headlines share a benefit, a promise that people want. They promise to teach you something, to give you something, to show you how to achieve something, right? Very straightforward, and there's lots of ways to do it. And we use these types of headlines with sales copy, with emails, with launches, with lead magnets, right? Show, promise them something. Give them a reason to care. So promise-based headlines are important. So don't just say, for example, you know, like, you know, foundations to losing weight. Oh, it's so boring. Like, if A, get rid of the word foundations. Nobody really wants foundations. They want the secrets. Like a better word would be secrets to losing weight, or even better, the three secrets to losing weight, or even better, the three secrets to losing weight while eating anything you want, right? Like now we're making a better promise or more specific, like it could be like the my early example of a specific amount of weight loss in a specific amount of time. So again, make a promise is a great classic YouTube headline. So look at your YouTube titles. Are they making a promise? Or are they opening an information gap or creating an information gap? What is an information gap? An information gap is simply when you have, um, you open the idea of something happening or presenting a solution or giving an answer, you just, you open it so people go, oh, what's, I need to close the gap. And to close the gap, they have to click on your video to figure it out. Like a lot of people are doing titles like this, um, they used to make fun of my music until I pressed play on this song, you know? And it's like a setup of like, well, what, what did the song sound like? Or, you know, they thought I couldn't sing until I opened my mouth and they heard this. And you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, that's really cheesy. But you see the idea is like, you're planting an idea in their minds, but you need to close, they need to close the gap. And to close the gap, they have to watch the video. It could be a lot of times with news, people are doing this. I'm seeing a lot of news outlets write headlines like this that they don't give you the, the all the juicy goods in the title. They'll say something like, you know, President Joe Biden says blah, 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 blah. You know, NBC reporter immediately regrets this or NBC reporter like gets him on this, you know? It's, so it's very much like, what, what did he get the president on? Or how did he like foil the president? Or what was the thing? Like we need to close the gap. So sometimes what I'll do with educational type content is I'll do something like a list, you know? The three reasons why your YouTube videos aren't performing. That's, that's, opening an information gap. Okay, my YouTube videos aren't performing. Graham thinks there's three reasons. What are those three reasons? I need to close the gap. That's a very simple one. Does that make sense? But you, you plant some information, you give them some of the information, and then 
in order for them to close that information gap, that loop, close the loop, which is human nature. We just have to close the loop. We have to figure out what, what the answer is. We can't go on with our lives without doing that. They have to open up the video to figure that out. I've got some examples of this in, in the headline templates that I gave you at the top of this episode, but open an information gap. Think through how could I create a title that's clearly about what they want it to be about, but they have to click on it to figure out the rest of it. Obviously, obviously they have to click on it to get the whole video, but there's some element of what you're promising that they have to click on to figure that out, okay? Create an information gap or open an information gap. And then finally, do your headlines create curiosity? This is similar to opening information gap, but give people a reason to click. Now, this isn't clickbait, okay? Clickbait is a term that is thrown around a lot, and we all like say, no, clickbait is bad. And to the definition of clickbait, I think it is bad. Clickbait, by definition, is you dangle something in front of somebody that's not what you're gonna give them. It's what, what they want, so they'll click on it, and then you've kind of tricked them, okay? Your video doesn't, doesn't cover at all what they said it was gonna cover, or it, it goes in a completely different direction. You just trick them to get the click. That's not what we're doing here. We want to give them a reason to click. We have to give them a reason to click. We can't just say, well, I'm not gonna do clickbait, so I'm not, you know, if they don't wanna watch it, they're not, like, come on. You have a business to run, right? You have to give people a reason to click. It's your duty, otherwise you're just a bad business owner. But you don't have to trick people. So you do have to have curiosity right? Curiosity, like we're addicted to curiosity. We, we have to scratch that itch. So it's fun to be a little curious, right? So I'll give you an example of an information gap and a curiosity headline that I did recently in one of my YouTube videos. I'm going to open it up here to get the exact title. But I did one where I was doing a video on Kajabi on how to uh, use the new coaching platform on Kajabi as a new feature, and I wanted to show people how to do it, but I always want to take it a step further. I don't want to just show you the new feature. I want to show you the strategy about how to use the feature to make a lot of money. So I was doing a video on the Kajabi coaching feature, and here's the title, Kajabi coaching, colon, my $100,000 coaching strategy. Okay, well, that's part information gap because oh, it's a $100,000 coaching strategy? Well, what is the strategy? I have to know. I didn't know there was one. And then it's also creating curiosity. Wow, it's $100,000. Is, is Graham doing $100,000 in coaching? What does that mean? Is that like in a, one client? Is that per year? Like, I, I have to know what he means. Um, and it's also a promise-driven headline. I'm promising to share with you my $100,000 coaching strategy, if, especially if you're a Kajabi user. So it's almost combining all three making a promise, creating an information gap, or creating curiosity. Let's talk about thumbnails. You do not have to have the best thumbnails in the world, but a lot of people's thumbnails are awful. We know because of the data that thumbnails that have human faces work best. Thumbnails that show emotion work best. They certainly work better than thumbnails that just have stock imagery of people, you know, people around a conference table or people holding a coffee mug, like just stock imagery we don't connect with as much as the human face of usually the content creator in the video with some kind of emotion, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, that's why you see stupid emotional reaction faces, myself included. There's something about like the emotion that we connect with. We notice it. We notice it. 
keep that in mind. Also, we know also that with thumbnails, high contrast from foreground to background. So that's why you'll see a lot of times the human person or body or face cut out of a background and put on a like a clashing, contrasting, colorful background. Or even better, the face or the person cut out and then the background is blurred, right? So it's blurred out. So it looks like there's depth of field. I see the person in focus, the background is out of focus, right? That contrast of the foreground to the background with the person to the background is huge. The reason why these things work and why it's important to your videos working is that the way people interact with your content on YouTube is thumbnail first, headline second. So they're scrolling either on their phone, which a lot of people are nowadays, a lot of YouTube videos views come from mobile, or online on their, their computer, but they're scrolling and they're seeing the thumbnail first. So you have to have a thumbnail that catches their eye. Now you can do this by taking your clothes off or doing something you know like drastic. We don't wanna do that. We still do want to pop by having high contrast or bright colors or emotive faces, humans, those kinds of things. They're gonna see that first and then they're gonna read the headline second to get context, context for the thumbnail. So that's how they go hand in hand. Thumbnail first, headline second. So if they see a thumbnail that they notice, good job, step one. And if they read the headline and it has a promise or creates an information gap or creates curiosity, oh, they're gonna click. So now you see how it's working. So when it comes to thumbnails, keep in mind that again, they have the headline to give them the context. So you don't have to have any text on the thumbnail. Or if you want some, we go by the three word rule. The last six months, we've been really dialing back our thumbnails so they, they were more text heavy. Now we're going to three to four words. Can we just have three words that ideally create curiosity or connect with the headline so they can read the headline or the, excuse me, the title for the rest of the clarity. So that's, as far as people engaging with your videos that are there, those are probably the biggest reasons, bad headline or thumbnail, or they're not working in concert together as to why people aren't clicking on your videos, right? That's the impression click-through rate. They see the video and they don't click on it. That's probably why it's bad headline, bad thumbnail. But let's go a layer deeper. More important than the headline and the thumbnail, honestly, number two reason why your videos aren't working on YouTube is that they're not on a topic that your audience cares about. The most important thing with YouTube and the only way to grow on YouTube is to make videos that people are actually searching for. Not videos that you want to make, videos that people are searching for. Why? Because YouTube is a search engine. Before it's any kind of social media platform, which I don't really view it as a social media platform, although YouTube is trying to make it that, at its functional core, it is a search engine. It's the number two used search engine in the world next to Google. It's the number two visited website in the world every day next to google.com. So people go to YouTube to search for things. So if you understand that, then you understand this is how you get discovered on YouTube. Oh, you just make videos that people are searching for not just what you think they want, what they're actually searching for. How do you know that? Here's two simple tools you can use to figure out what people are searching for. Number one, you could start with the YouTube search bar. If you're in Chrome as a browser or something similar, open up a private or an incognito browser, which means it gets rid of your cache or any of your search history. So it views you as a blank slate. It doesn't know anything about what you typically clicked on. So it's gonna be a fresh, fresh, real search. So you open up YouTube in an incognito or private browser, go to youtube.com, type in one or two keywords for your niche. So I'm in the online business space. I might type in online business. 
If you're in the weight loss space, I might type in weight loss, right? If you're in the learning French space, I might type learning French or French. One or two keywords and then stop typing and see what YouTube pre-populates. And it's gonna give you probably 20, you know, weight loss for women, weight loss for children, weight loss quickly, weight loss while eating pizza. I don't know what it'll come up, but whatever comes up, YouTube is trying to pre-populate what it thinks you want to click on and how, where is it getting this data? From actual search, from things that people are actually typing into the search bar. So YouTube is telling you, this is what humans are searching for when they type in this keyword of French or weight loss or online business or Kajabi or whatever I'm typing in, right? Write all of those things down and then make videos on all of those topics, right? Another tool is something called Answer the Public. Go to answerthepublic.com for your country, your language, and then type in one or two keywords there. It's gonna create this beautiful tree of like all these branches coming off of all the questions that people are asking in search and places all over the internet related to those keywords. This will give you an unending reservoir of YouTube video ideas. Okay, so literally right now, if I go to answerthepublic.com and I go to United States, English, and I type in online business and search, it's gonna populate all these things. They're based off of different questions. So inside the circle is how, will, who, are, what, where, right? So let's take with the word what. Then it gives me what online business can I start? What online business to start? What online business makes the most money? What online business should I start? What, on, what online business can I start with no money? What online business should I start quiz? What online business should I start in 2021? These are all YouTube videos I could create, right? Or the how tree, it's all tur turned sideways. How online business works. How online business can improve your life. How online business helps the economy. How online business works in India right? I might pick and choose some of those ones or take some of those and then compare them to what YouTube is sending me. But answerthepublic.com is just going to give you another bajillion of ideas of what to make YouTube videos on. Because again, that's how YouTube works. Type in, or excuse me, create content that people are actually typing in, you will get discovered. It's an it's a discoverability engine and YouTube is only going to serve up videos that seem relevant to what people are searching. So you make videos based on those, those topics, those search terms that come up, right? Just literally make that your title or incorporate those words in your title. Those keywords should go in your headlines because now again, that's what people are searching for. And YouTube looks at headline to know if the keywords are relevant. So it's very, very simple. That will give you a lot of ideas to start with. And then as you're making videos, you always want to pay attention to what your audience is asking for or talking about in the comments. They'll tell you, can you do a video on this? Can you do a video on this? They're gonna give you a lot of ideas and pay attention to trends. Just anecdotally, what are people asking for? And they're asking for good follow-up videos. And that's always gonna be great for your audience based off of what humans are also asking for you to make, okay? So make sure that your videos are on a topic that your audience cares about. And you know, you're gonna know more when you have YouTube data to pull from in your YouTube analytics, but just make sure you're not just making videos in a, in a vacuum that you wanna make. That's just the, probably one of the biggest reasons 
why your videos aren't working on YouTube. And number three, the video itself isn't any good. And what I mean is that the video presentation isn't good. I don't mean that you have to have a fancy camera or B-roll or lighting or a background. I don't mean any of that. I just mean you presenting in the video. Okay, and there's three things you could be doing to make your video presentation better and three areas that I see people going wrong. Number one, have energy and make it clear that you actually believe what you're saying or believe in what you're talking about. I'm assuming you do. If you don't, stop. Like, don't make these videos. Don't run that kind of business. If you can't believe in what you're sharing, like, you're not going to be successful. It's disingenuous. You should just move on with your life or find another topic. But if you actually believe in what you're saying, and I, I hope you do, does that come across in your videos? Or you're like, hey, guys, this is really important, right? Are you monotone? You don't have to have tons of charisma, but you have to show people that you actually believe in what you're saying. Because if you don't look like you believe in it, why should they believe in you? If you don't look like you care about what you're talking about, why should they care about it? This is like communication 101, right? When you were in high school or middle school and you had to give like a science fair project or presentation, if you look bored out of your mind up there in front of your trifold board, the audience is gonna be bored out of their minds. But if you're like, dude, this volcano exploding is freaking awesome. They're gonna be super pumped about the volcano exploding. You have to have energy and show that you believe in what you're sharing. And I've talked about this in other content before, but through the lens, you have to emote more energy than you would if you were having coffee with your friend because it gets diminished. I don't know what happens once it goes through the camera, it gets lost a bit, right? From my theater days, we knew that when you're on stage and you've got thousands of people in the audience, right? Or even a thousand people, they're far away. You have to have bigger mannerisms, more emotive energy on stage for it to come across as normal to the audience. And my directors would say, it probably feels dumb to you or over the top, but by the time it reaches them in the seat, it seems normal. And if you act with subtlety and nuance on stage that seems natural to you, it's gonna look like you're dead to the people in the audience. So it's the difference between acting for a movie and acting on stage. And I think about that a lot when I'm on camera with you, is if I'm having coffee with you, I'm not gonna speak at this level or this volume. I would just be a lot more calm, like, hey dude, there's something you might wanna consider. But since I'm talking to you through a camera, through a microphone on this podcast, I'm gonna up the energy a little bit so that you believe in me and you pay attention. I want you to have that as well in your videos. Some of you mean well, but your videos are dry as all get out. Number two with video presentation, you gotta have organized thoughts, right? You can know everything about your subject, but if you cannot organize your thoughts in such a way that you can deliver the material methodically in a linear fashion so that your audience can absorb it and then more importantly, apply it, good luck having your videos connect with people. They're gonna be like overwhelmed or they're not gonna be able to follow you. It's gonna be confusing, all that stuff, right? you have to become a master at organizing your thoughts. So if you know you wanna share an idea or you have a topic, don't just hit record, organize your thoughts. Here's a simple framework. Have three main points. Like a good Baptist sermon, have three main points. There's something magical about three steps, three points, three myths, three secrets, three ideas, 
three questions to ask. Three. One, two, three. Beginning, middle, end. You can have more than that, sure, and it can work, but there's something magical about three that it's enough variety that people think there's depth there. It's not just one idea or two, but it's not too many that people forget all of them. 17 ways, ah. Oh. I mean, I've done some of those, oh, but only if it's necessary. Three, so organize it in, in three. And then have an introduction and a conclusion. Very simple. And know what your call to action is gonna be. What lead magnet you want them to download or what question you want them to answer in the comment below. Just organize that, bullet it out. You don't have to have it all scripted out. I just work off of bullet points. Right, if you wanna get real meta, I had three main bullet points for you today. The three main reasons why your videos aren't working and then I had sub points for those. One, two, three. Works really, really well. So organize your thoughts. And then here's a final thought with your video presentation. The more you teach, the more you'll understand this as being important. But a lot of people's video presentations miss addressing the three types of learning profiles and they miss doing this at the beginning. There are what people, how people, and why people. And you have to address all three of those people at the very beginning of your video. You have to address what you're gonna cover in the video, how it's possible, and why it matters to them. Some people just wanna know what you're gonna cover. In this video, we're gonna cover, you know, how to lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days. Okay, great, let's get into it, Graham, I'm ready. That's good for the what people, but it's missing the how and the why people. Some people are how people. They might hear that we're gonna cover how you're gonna lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days, but they're gonna be skeptical. How does that work? So then you have to share in the introduction, hey, in this video, we're gonna cover how to lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days using the power of intermittent fasting. Ooh, okay, that's okay, interesting. I wanna know how that works, but that's the how. I'm curious now. That's gonna help the how people. But then a lot of us miss the why people. We're just all about what, what it's gonna be and how we're gonna cover it, that we forget why they should care. And that's good in general for any kind of content or sales copy, but there are some people who will not continue down the road with you if you have not given them a reason why. Okay, in this video I'm gonna cover how to lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days using a strategy called intermittent fasting. This is so important to you because it will allow you to achieve your weight loss goals without having to stop eating any of the foods you don't wanna stop eating or going to the gym. It's the easiest thing you can do to lose weight quickly. Okay, that gave me a reason why I should care about this video because I'm not gonna have to give up eating pizza or cereal. I'm not gonna have to go to the gym. Graham said I'm not gonna have to. Okay, I'll hang in there and see what he has to say. He gave me, a, gave me a benefit, gave me a reason why. You gotta cover, it's very simple. And the more you do this, the nat more natural it's gonna be. But what this video is gonna cover, how, how we're gonna uncover that and get to that result and why, why they should care. Just make sure you've asked or yourself those questions and answered those questions in your notes before you click record, before you go. Uh, it's gonna make the video that much more appealing to people at the very beginning to get them to keep watching, which is the point, okay? All that can help your video presentation. And I want you to ask yourself those questions. Am I, am I covering all that stuff? Am I bringing energy, having organized thoughts? 
So there are the three reasons, big reasons why your videos aren't working on YouTube. Here's what I want you to do. I, I want you to, to go back over your last five YouTube videos that you've posted and look at them through these three potential pitfalls. How are my headlines and thumbnails? How are my headlines and thumbnails? Am I covering, you know, creating curiosity? Am I opening an information gap in the headlines? Am I making a promise? Are my thumbnails, the faces, do they have emotion? The high contrast from the foreground to the background. Do I have too much text on my thumbnails, right? Look at your headlines and thumbnails for your last five videos and be honest with yourself. Are these good? Look at the topics of your last five videos. Are they topics anybody cares about? When you type into a YouTube incognito, you know, search browser or answer the public, like, are these highly sought after topics? Are these topics that your audience has been asking for you in comments? Be honest with yourself about the topic of your videos. And then your last five videos, look at the video presentation, look at your energy, look at your ability to organize your thoughts. Do you ramble? Do you go all over the place? Do you, you get off on rabbit trails and never get back? Are you giving them the what, the how, and the why in the introduction? Just look at the last five and just through the framework of those three issues and just rate yourself. How are you doing on those three and see if is one the weakest area you can improve on. And let me know in a comment below what area you know you need to improve on in your YouTube videos from these three. And again, to help you with the first one, with the bad headlines and titles, I wanna give you my five most highly converting headline templates. Just click the link below if you're watching on YouTube or go to grahamcocker.com slash headlines. I'm gonna give you five that work really, really well. And these are plug and play templates that you can use. And I, what I really want you to do is unpack them and understand why they work, study them, and then see how other people are using these types of headlines as well in other YouTube videos, and then use them yourself. Try them out as a framework for your next video's headline or title and see if it doesn't help you get some more clicks. That's all I got for you today. Let me know if you enjoy this episode in a comment below on YouTube if you're watching. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review and um, rate the show there. I always love to hear from you there. I check those as well. I know that so many of you are listening on your commute or while you do dishes or while you clean the house or while you run errands or whatever you're doing. Totally cool. I appreciate you as well. Hope you're staying healthy and safe. And uh, I'll see you in another episode. Thanks.